I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we give our megachurch a tiny family feel. I always think it's a treat and I always think it's a treasure. And per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Mr. Gray Haas. Disciples of Crizzy, how are you, Hallie? I am too blessed to be stressed. How are you? How are your Climax kids, Gray? Uh, things really popped off this weekend in Climax for my teens who came and uh, we went cosmic golfing. Cool. Have you ever been yes, to the cosmic putt putt? It's really fun, Hallie. Basically, what Cosmic Putt-Putt is, is Putt-Putt golf in the dark. And so they turn off all the lights. They've got these awesome, you know, lasers and black lights. And you're trying to shoot that ball into that hole if you can find it. Everything's glowing and neon. It's so cool. And, you know, I told all my kids, you know, wear wear cool colors because it's really going to pop off under the lights. Yeah. And then, you know, we finished the whole thing on the 18th hole uh, just by kneeling on the putting green and having a quick devotional. Awesome. Yeah. You know, it did have something weird did happen, Hallie, which was when we entered Cosmic Golf, you know, everybody, you, you know how the black light kind of shows stuff on your clothes and stuff? Oh, yeah. Like dust and everything gets real bright. Yeah. You know, by the time we ended, everybody was clean at the top. Uh-huh. But, you know, by the time we ended... I just kept seeing, you know, a lot of different, I guess they were fluids on my kids. Fluids? Yeah, I just... And, and just then, like splotches and splooches? 
Yeah. And then, you know, one on their of my, clothes? yeah. And then one of my, um, you know, one of the moms who, uh, it helps out and I don't like to name names, but it was, um, Trinity Bunt's mom. Uh, she kind of pulled me aside and said, Hey, Gray, uh, I think you need to make sure that the kids aren't hanging back in the darker parts of the, of the indoor golf because she, she was like this stuff going on. And I just got really afraid, mm-hmm. Hallie, because, yeah, I just don't know. It got, you know. By the end, they were just, yeah, they were just covered in it. So, yeah. Oh. Anyway, but I reminded, I, I shut it down pretty quick. In fact, I told the a Cosmic Golf, I was like, hey, guys, could we just turn on the lights for the last few holes? It really doesn't matter that, that it's dark in here, and I think it's a liability. Yeah, and you don't want a bunch of kids covered in, you know, spunk and junk. Right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it that way, Hallie, but oh, anyway. You know. Um, yeah, how was you week? Oh, well, I love summertime, Gray, because in our main auditorium for weekend services, we always do a teaching series based on a blockbuster summer movie. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> I love when we do tie-ins to pop culture it's because it so just makes the pop culture cool. more relevant. That's right. And um, lead pastor Steve, he is currently leading a series right now that is so cool. It's based on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I love it. we're calling it Doctor Change in the Many Verses of Gladness. So cool, right? And so encouraging and so many Bible verses about, you know, how to keep joy in your heart and stay positive. And evidently in the movie, Doctor Strange, he teams up with this mysterious teenage girl from his dreams who can like travel across the multiverse or something like that. It doesn't mean much to me because I don't know. But the way Steve is using it is as a teaching tool for Christ. And it's so awesome. And Steve is even doing his message dressed like Cumberbatch with the red cape and the cool goatee. And he got one of your Climax kids to be the mysterious girl from the dreams. I know. I did hear about this. I think it was um, Hollis Finch. Yeah, she is awesome. And it's such a cool, you know, fun, postmodern, relevant way to learn about scripture and to let it, you know, uh, again, I don't know what the multiverse is in sci-fi, but I do know what it is at Twin Hills when we have multi-Bible verses that speak directly into our complex lives. And I think, you know, Hollis is the perfect person because I actually had to get on her for wearing a bodysuit to to Climax anyway, but I guess it fits the character, so. Oh, right, right. So... Lead Pastor Steve, he has these other characters from the Marvel verse or whatever it's called. And he, he's got Jesus is Iron Man. Oh, cool. Peter is Superman. Cool. Paul is Batman. I think Judas is the Joker. And my son, Day, he pointed out that it's stupid to mix up the MCU and the DC universe. And that what? doesn't make a lot of sense. And I told him, hey, most of the time, you don't make any sense, kids. So zip it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that totally makes sense. What You know, why does he just kind of poo-poo everything day. And I don't know how Dr. Strange got that title, but I do know that God has a number of names. He's got Yahweh, he's got King of Kings, and now he's got Dr. Change because he's the only one who can change your life from crappy to happy. So Steve was was God in this scenario. Oh. Oh, well, if someone's going to play God, it might as well be Steve. Yeah, good point. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Jesus leaves signs all around us. Our guest today puts signs out pointing people to Jesus. It is my pleasure to introduce Josh Marduk. Welcome to the program, my friend. Hi, thanks for having me. It's so good to be here. You two look taller in person. Oh, thank you. I've always well, wanted to be tall. Well, Josh, you look taller in person, too, because I've got to tell you, Hallie, the way I found out about Josh is I was pulling into the packing lot the other day and I saw a crowd gathered and Josh was down on his hands and knees in one of the crosswalks. And I was like, oh, did somebody get struck? Uh, did somebody uh, have a heart attack? No, he was down doing one of his amazing murals his art his artworks and uh josh tell us a little bit about what you're doing with some of these outdoor surfaces around twin hills and indianapolis in general um well thank you so much for asking uh i, I i'm a bit of a, a god feedy artist uh and i'm currently working on a brand new project called crosswalks oh <laughs> I know. Does everyone know what, what a, a crosswalk is, right? You, the, how you get across the, the street? Yes. It's uh, the white stripes, the white painted yes. stripes on the road that says, this is where pedestrians walk and the cars have to slow down and not hit them. Thank right. you. And in Australia, we call those zebra crossings. Oh, cool. oh my gosh. I didn't know that. Well, won't be going there anytime soon. <laughs> That's right. It wouldn't work um, with your name. Yeah, it's so it, I, I see the space in between those lines and I'm like, what a waste. What a waste. Right. So I get down on my hands and knees and I spray paint stencils of my favorite Bible verses in between the white stripes. Wow. Crosswalks. Wow. I love that. And now, I walk with a cross. And is that what you were doing when you were down on your hands and knees there with the crowd of people around you with it? No. Okay. That was, I lost my key and they were all helping me. But I had just finished a project about 15 minutes before. Okay. So, I, you know, you're not wrong, but you're not right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. 
That is so cool. And now, Josh, just technical question. You're filling in messages, pointing people towards Jesus in all that wasted space in the uh, yeah. blank parts of the crosswalk stripes. And yeah. um, how do you keep from being struck by a car while you're out there on your hands and knees with a stencil doing cool Christian graffiti in the street? Do you do it in the middle of the night or put cones out? What do you do? Oh my gosh! Well, I have the biggest cone of all that keeps me safe, and that cone's name is God. Ain't that right? Uh, yep. I just, you know, I, I get up in the morning. I say my favorite Bible verse, the one I'll probably be writing that day, and then uh, I say, God, please let me get Your word out there and um, not get run over this time. Um, it, it, you know, because sometimes I do get run over uh, in more of the uh, the atheist areas. I oh, think, I see. Uh, to be honest, uh, cities and whatnot. Oh, that is too bad. But I'm so glad you're representing. And I just think, you know, when it comes to street art, I love street art. I just yeah. think that that is cool. Yeah. It's got such an, a, a vibe. And I think when people yeah. see what you're doing, because even I saw the, the crosswalks coming in and, you know, you had not only done Bible verses, but you're doing kind of, I mean, yeah, you did. You did one of a guy, you know, kneeling under sort of a stencil drawing guy kneeling under a cross. I thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you did one with a child with a balloon, but instead of holding the balloon, it was uh, actually the face of Jesus on the end of a string. Um, <laughs> that one was just, good. You know, they were. Yeah, they were just really f beautiful. And I, I wanted to know what, what. How did you get into doing these these works of art? Because you're so talented. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm only uh, talented because he wants me to be. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I used to. Uh, I used to be on the other side of the art. Uh, oh, really? Were you an art dealer? No, 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 no. Not that side. Okay. I was a demolitions expert. Uh, yeah, oh. I worked for the uh, Trumpets of Jericho. We uh, would destroy uh, lots of buildings, lots of walls that had been uh, destroyed or uh, defaced beyond repair or just needed to go anyways. Um, and we would just line up with trumpets and we would play until that dang thing would fall down. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What a miracle. And did you all ever use... Just actual equipment too. Oh, the trumpets yeah, could really time. do all the work. No, there was always a guy behind the wall with explosives. Okay, and so what? What about? But demolitions? I mean, like it's like medicine, you know, because you know we we take medicine, but it's really God doing it. We just you know it's we let the doctors think they're doing something too. Same thing with the demolitions guys. That is right. That and, is so cool. And so well, I, I guess I'm still not really drawing the connection between demolitions uh, with trumpets and doing crosswalk graffiti. Well, I'll tell you, some of those walls, after they were on the ground, I would pick them up and be like, what the, what the, what the H is on this? Oh. And I would turn to my friends. I was working with a guy named um, Tony or Tim. He was like my best friend at the time. Uh, and he, he said, that's graffiti. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> it seemed like he was speaking like French or, or uh, like uh, the other ones, a different language, basically. And, and I was like, I got to look into this. So I looked it up and I found out it's a thing called graffiti art. OK, now I call myself a God feedy artist because I don't like the term art. Uh, it's I'm not an artist. So they're lazy and you know bad, but I am a God feedy artist, which is a little bit better. Oh, that is so inspiring. Isn't that so neat how you can really find your calling? Yeah, thank Hallie, you. when, you know, he's looking at a crumbling wall, and uh -huh. I think that is such a God thing where he looks down, he sees the graffiti that he's just destroyed, mm -hmm. and thinks, I'm going to put that up in a more godlike fashion. Thank you. The quote Jesus, uh, I was I did not know what I was doing. Um so uh, I asked God for forgiveness for tearing down this beautiful art that, you know, just happened to be 
ugly. I think it's so cool that you're doing graffiti because a lot of kids think that's cool. And so when Christians do things that the kids think are cool, it's great because it just points all of them to God. And it's like, hey, you know what else is cool? The Lord above. And, um, you know, these uh, secular graffiti artists are probably drawing things, uh, naked bodies, immoral things, curse words, you know, skulls, stuff like that, that really doesn't point people to Jesus. And I think it's so cool that you can redeem that art form, take what's cool about it, slap God on there. And now you have this fulfilling career that changes lives and and frankly changes crosswalks. Uh, I mean, but do you have trouble with the city coming in and, um, you know, removing your beautiful art? Yeah. Yeah. They, um, uh, almost daily, they they destroy my art. Uh, some of my same friends that I worked with, uh, I see tearing down my stuff. Uh, Tony Tim, I'm, I forget exactly. Uh, he, I've seen him take down many of my things. But every time they do it, I just say that's fine by me, okay? Because nothing that man can make should stand the test of time. Only one creator should have his art last forever, and we all know what his name is. That's the big G. Jay Leto. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. Just joking. Just joking. You got it right. It was God. <laughs> oh, that's great. But I do love him. I mean, he is probably the funniest comedian, if you think about it. Yeah. Where does he, how does he get all those I, cars? Where does he, I don't get, know. Where does he get those cars? And how does he stay so relevant? That mm-hmm. is my question. Thank you. And speaking of names, do you have your um, graffiti artist tag name or yeah. whatever it's called? I do. Uh, I think they call it a handle or, oh, uh, or I actually, I think you're right. It is maybe just graffiti artist tag name. I got to look that up on Google later. But uh, yeah, I go by, uh, well, we all know Banksy, that little bum. Yeah. But I go by something a little nicer. It's called Thanksy because awesome. I am always giving thanks yes. to our one God who deserves it. Oh, I think I saw that. So it's, and it's spelled Thanksy, like H E, thanks to He, like to H. Okay. Yes, right. thanks to He. Thanks He. Thanks He. You got that. You got that. Not a lot of people get that. So well, like I didn't because like, when you look at it, yeah, it looks like thanks or something. Thanks. <laughs> or, yeah, it doesn't yeah. really scan. But then yeah. now that you said it out yeah. loud. Or some people even think it says thank she and like, right. thank <laughs> she. No, it's okay, thanks, thanks He. Thanks yeah. He. Well, that is such an inspiring thing that I, you know, I want to go back to that. Hallie, which is truly, this is the type of thing that I think Twin Hills can really get behind because, you know, we've said this time and time again, we've got a beautiful campus. We have an unbelievable uh, Lazy River. We have excellent programming. We have uh, sports facilities, pools, anything really that you need, we have here on campus. But you know, that is not going to last forever. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's the message that we preach here that is going to last forever. And I think that's just such a powerful metaphor saying like, hey, I don't care if my best friend, Tim, whatever, rips down my eye because I'm just going to do it again and I'm going to build it back bigger and better. Yeah, thank you. That's that's how I I feel. Like every every destruction is just uh, the, the, the palette for our new creation. Now, have you ever had any issue, because I know we've commissioned you to do some of the uh, crosswalks here, obviously, and, you know, we're not really worried about the the issue, uh, obviously, of law enforcement uh, <laughs> stopping you. These are 
our crosswalks and we don't really care about the safety if the message is there. Because look, if somebody gets hit in a crosswalk here, at least we know they're going to the right place. Yes. But have you had any issues with law enforcement around town? Yeah, uh, I did spend a night in jail, oh, but no. that was for something else. Um, but you know, sometimes it just get hassled and they recognize me and you, you know, I, sometimes I, I just think the laws of man don't really apply That's to true. laws of God. You know, like it, I, I want to show me the guy that made, made the cement. Okay. I, I want to shake his hand. Okay. Um, but cause I don't think he did that. I, I think he was inspired to create it. I think he put a bunch of uh, powder in a mixer and poured it out, but he didn't create that powder that came from a God. Um, I'm just bringing it back to its original state. Nice. How God would want it. Why, uh, and why did you spend the night in jail for something? Uh, or uh, what, what was it that um, the, what, what was the other thing? Um, well, uh, I'm not proud of it, but um, why do we fall down so we can get back up That's and right. pray? Or why do we fall down? To get on our knees and yep. pray. Either way, we're going to be praying at the end of that fall. Um, I used to steal bikes. Aww. And I, I'm not proud of it. But uh, I've stolen in my lifetime probably about 300 to 600 bikes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's a pretty big black market for bikes here in Indianapolis, as in any city. Uh <laughs> Uh, you'd be pretty surprised. Um, uh, I, I, I've stolen a, a Huffy bike, spent 15 minutes stealing it, turned it around and made a cool 500. Oh, oh and I donated a, t a 10% of that. So I tithed. Oh. oh, so you were a Christian when you were stealing bikes. Oh, of course. Of course. I'm not bad. I'm just, you know, needy. Oh, I see. So is, is this when you left Trumpets of Jericho before you started doing the, the God walks? Uh, this was actually during most of my time at Trumpets of Jericho. I, it was how I garnished my income, you know? Um, and then, uh, I did that during that time and, uh, I, I haven't done it since. Okay. So your bikes are safe around me. If you're going for a bike ride and you're going to lock it up, know that I am over that. Maybe I'll spray paint it. <laughs> well, if I might offer you a word basket of encouragement, Aww. Josh, um, uh, I, I just think, you know what? Why did Jesus die? If not for the fact that we are sinful and we fall short of the glory of God. And sometimes we fall short, you know, 300 to 600 times. But also maybe you had a compulsion. Maybe it's kind of like Tourette's or something else yeah. or kleptomania. But you know what? It's covered in the blood. It is covered in the blood. Thank you for saying that. I, I don't know if you can tell, but these are real tears. Aww. They're not fake tears to get out of trouble. That was the nicest thing anyone's ever said about oh me. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I'm human, okay? I have never claimed to be an angel or a god nope. or a devil. I, I'm a human. I mess up. We all mess up. But then we wipe the slate clean. That's right. And that allows us to graffiti again. That's right. And look at the way God has redeemed redeemed your life. Oh, I mean, yes, we are human. And for some awesome reason, the God of the universe is totally obsessed with us and really wants to be in relationships with us, Amen. wants us to be confessing Amen. to him and praising him. And um, I just feel like your story is a beautiful witness. It is a beautiful witness and you shouldn't feel bad at all. Are you married? No, um, no, that actually crumbled apart during my whole bike phase. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry, yeah. Josh. 
And did you have kids? Uh, we did. She got both of them. Um, oh. I do have their bikes, though, so I guess it's an even wash. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It, 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 Trevor and Rixby, if you're out there, know that Daddy loves you and he's um, keeping your bikes safe. At least you got the bikes because that's something that's very close to your heart. Yes, it is. They, uh, I think they moved down to Florida, oh, wow. um, which I hope to be able to get enough money with my art one day to get down there and see them. But uh, it's been a it's been a rough couple years. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Not your fault. Thank you, though. Thank you. Now, I understand that um, street art and street artists mm-hmm. in particular can be kind of territorial. Like, yes. hey, this is kind of my type of place where I do my thing and you've got to be <laughs> part of the crew to do that. Yeah. Have you found other Christian uh, Godfidi artists uh, that you, you know, do jams with or whatever? Yeah. Have you been reading my uh, my diary? Because that's literally what I wrote this was writing oh, this really? morning about uh, this. It's a God Yeah, thing. It's, it's actually while I got... You see, I got goosebumps oh, I right that. now. Um, or I guess, or I guess, I, maybe I should call them God bumps yes. because how how did you know that? Yes. So, so you found some guys. Yes. Oh my gosh, I found a great group. A lot of us are secular. Uh, we don't let them in the group. We don't let them okay. in the group. Um, but we got some amazing Christ believing, God fearing artists. Uh, amazing folks. Okay. Uh, you know, some deal with watercolors. Some deal with uh, with I, I I'm a spray painter myself. Some are uh, more uh, mat- multimedia. They'll take like some video footage and they'll combine it with some macaroni art. It's really fun. Um, but yeah, we all walks. Well, we've said this time and time again. If you're gonna look at art of any type, music, painting, lasers, whatever, it's gonna be better if it's Christian. It just is always yep. gonna be just a cut above yep. because what it's the type of material we're drawing from is so much more inspiring than just, you know, like, you know, a bunch of water lilies or something. Yep. Thank you. Uh, it's like, um, do you know what paint is? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So like, say you have one color to paint with, say it's blue and it, sure you nailed it. You nailed a blue painting, but I found the cheat code, the God mode, if you will. And I have access to every color in the universe because God directs me. And, like, I'm painting with blues. Did you know there's different types of blues? There's, like, azul. There's cerulean. There, there's a million blues, okay? Um, some people might not know that. So God has really opened my eyes and given me the power to use more than just blue. Oh, that is awesome. so great. And do you ever have issues, um, you know, getting uh, – because I, I was reading this recently mm-hmm. – that um, you can't even buy spray paint now just because of the vandalism. Do you have to have issues getting supplies? No, uh, yes, I do. Uh, I used to drive all the way into Ohio um, to get some, but that was not feasible anymore. The gasoline prices nowadays. Oh, um, so I've started actually making my own spray paint. Um, I, 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 I take like I, I'll buy like the bottle of spray paint and I'll pour a little bit in my mouth and then put it up to the nozzle of the spray paint and oh. just sort of force it in like spitting it in like a like a, a baby mom, a mama bird to the baby bird oh, yeah. so just like squeezing it in it takes a long time but it's worth it i you know that was my second question because i was wondering just sort of about the track of i, I you know i guess that is a, a cerulean blue your entire it 
it, it at, f- at first when you walked in here, I thought, are, are you bleeding out of your mouth? But I guess you're not. You're saying that that is the paint. This is the paint. Yeah, I was making, I was mixing some paint earlier. Um, and that's the thing. I don't have any mirrors in my house. Uh, so when I, I just walked out, I forgot to wash my face off. Um, boy, my face is red, but it's really blue. Um, Sorry. I think it's cool. <laughs> I like you. when an artist has all kinds of different paint colors all over their pants or their uh, overalls. You're like, wow, that must be a real artist. And the fact that it's on your face just shows commitment to your I, art uh, form. That's so cool. Thank you so much. Uh, I could spray paint your faces later if you'd like. I've got many colors to choose from. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a nice little Christian tattoo. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, we should recruit you for face painting at the the, um, summer festival. The kids would love for you to turn their faces into oh, kitty yeah. cats and donkeys. Yes, I got the stencils. I can put it right on their face and just blast it. Oh, right, that and but, most of it's non toxic. Okay, awesome. and, and yeah, and I would just say you probably want to get some actual spray paint for that instead of the mouth thing because I think you know just spitting in a kid's face is ticked. Sometimes people don't like that, even though what you're doing is more of an art thing. Yeah, that could probably get me in trouble, especially now that I have a rap sheet. <laughs> Um, good to know. Good to know. Thank you. Dang it. Hey, well, you know else who had trouble with the state? The son of God. Um, you know, the Romans came after him and they strung him up. So, you know, you're in good company, Josh. Yeah. Now I do love playing matchmaker. So I just, not to change the subject or get too personal, but I wanted to see, uh, what your type is. If you're interested in falling in love again, because I sure love to, um, you know, introduce people. There's so many wonderful gals in the uh, singles ministry. Yeah. So what are you looking for in a, in a helpmate? Um, oh my gosh. Uh, well, first of all, they have to appreciate art. Um, that's the big mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> uh, second of all, they must be Christian, but that's uh, obvious yeah, yeah. Uh, already. Um, third thing, I'd like them to be a perfect 10. I mean, we could go a little bit left or right, maybe 11 or a nine, but like a perfect 10 is what I'm aiming for. Awesome. Um, and, yeah. And, and they that, don't need all their toes and fingers. Oops, sorry. Oh, and is that, when you say perfect 10, is that more of a looks thing or a personality thing? Uh, looks thing. Personality could be a two. Um, I'm, w- I'm willing to budge. And as far as um, the looks thing goes, is it a perfect 10 for both face and body? Or is, is there any lean leeway on, on face or any leeway on body? I think you could average out. E- like Either way, I just need the average to come out to 10 or 9 or 11, somewhere around there. So maybe the body's like a 15, but the face is like a 5. Oh, I see. That would cool. work. Okay, yeah. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. I think that is so great. And I mean, um, you know, what? Uh, are you able to date right now? Uh, yeah, uh, we would have to go out or stay, uh, go to her place. Um, currently, my place is a little messy. Oh, really? Um, oh, why? I mean, you could just clean it up. No, it's a little past that. Um, uh, so, well, oh, like is it I like said, Hoarder, like took- that show, The Hoarder? Uh, I guess. Uh, I've never seen it, but um, it's... More of I, I live in a, I live in a one of the houses I destroyed. Oh, a demolition you know? zone. Yeah, it's uh, technically there's a lot of asbestos, so I shouldn't bring anyone around. Um, oddly enough, a lot of lead paint too. Uh, it's it's not the prettiest place I've ever lived. I used to live in a house with my wife and kids, but uh, it definitely keeps the rain off my head if I uh, go to the the corner with the roof still there. Um, Oh, I see. So we'd have to go to her place. Yeah. I mean, do you technically, uh, that sounds a bit 
do you technically consider yourself homeless? Mm, no. Yeah, you got a partial roof over your head. Yeah. I mean, like, if, if we're like, is my place a perfect 10? No. It's it's more like a three, but like it's not a zero. Okay. Um, also, there's times, depending on when I'm out and about, I'll just, you know, like, I'll go to a bar. I don't drink. But I will go to a bar and I'll just get a couple Z's there while everyone else is partying. Wow. Well, again, if I might offer you a little encouragement, my friend Josh, uh, you know, guess who said uh, foxes have dens and sparrows have nests, but the son of man uh, has nowhere to live. Uh, So you're in pretty good company again, buddy boy. (laughs) Yeah. Did Jay Leno say that or who said that? You know, one thing I did wonder, Josh, is when people are artists Mm -hmm. and were you encouraged as a young person to really follow this artistic streak? Uh, Because I think a lot of times parents, you know, they see, oh, no, my kid is an artist. That's like actually pretty. It's a worrying thing because you're like, well, they'll never they'll never work and let, you know, live at home forever. In your case, you're working and you're living in a home that's partially destroyed. But uh, were your parents encouraging about uh, your, your talent? Uh, not really is they didn't discourage me, but there was just so many kids in the house. Uh, I was, I'm a, I'm a quintuplet. I don't know if I told you that. Oh no. Definitely um, not. so I was one of five. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So the, the, I was the runt too. So they are all like much healthier for the first 18 years of my life. I did live in an iron lung. So like it's kind I, they, my parents didn't really think I was going to make it. So they, they didn't encourage me. They didn't discourage me. They just sort of like said, how you doing, Josh? Do you need anything? They would throw like a coat over the lung for a little bit. If like we had guests over, but, uh, I think they kept the, they kept the door open. I will say On that the lung. they kept the door open. Uh, yes. Okay. And, and did they put, uh, and, and, and metaphorically too. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't it, yeah. you lose pressure if the, the door is open on the, on the lung, I guess. I think you're a miracle. You're, you're a Christian bubble boy. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Gray. Did they, how did they find out your artistic capabilities if you're inside the lung? Um, well, they didn't really find that out, but I found it out because, you know, I would be in there and I'd be bored and I would like be sort of scratching at the side, you know, playing around. And then it wasn't until my 19th birthday when they had to return the iron lung. And then they said, I think you're good uh, that I saw inside. I had painted. Do you remember the, the painting of The Last Supper? Oh, of course. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I had scratched in a almost perfect replica of that awesome. inside the iron lung. Yeah, they were wowed. Well, I was wowed. A lot of people were wowed. My parents were a little miffed that they had to pay for that because it was damaged. Um, and there's not many iron lefts left, uh, iron lungs left out there, apparently. Uh, but uh, that's when I sort of knew, huh, maybe this art stuff isn't as evil as I always thought. That is so inspiring. Yeah, and I guess I never realized that, you, you know, you're renting something like an iron lung for 19 years and then have to return it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't realize it until uh, they leave you with a bill <laughs> and that's your 19th birthday present. Yikes. Whoa. Well, yeah. I just do think that your whole life is a God thing. And I think God kept you here and wanted you here because he knew you were going to be making this incredible God feedy and making beautiful Christian art. I mean, I look at other artists. When 
artists are not God-fearing Christians, I'm sort of like, what's the point, Magritte? We uh, we know what a hat looks like. Hey, Van Gogh, <laughs> we know what a haystack looks like. Do I have to see it in oil paint? I can just go out into a field and look at a haystack. But then along comes Michelangelo, makes the Sistine Chapel, shows us what God looks like and Adam looks like, which we want to know, mm-hmm. you know, um, so I just think that you play a much uh, more important role than you might realize, Josh. And um, I did want to ask about the accidents that have been happening um, in the crosswalks where pedestrians are being struck by traffic because they're yes. not seeing the crosswalk, um, maybe because they can't decipher the lines. Is that the thing? Yes. Um, uh, yes. You know, art is always going to have critics. And one of my biggest critics has been the city saying that I have created an unsafe area. Uh, drivers can't see the the lines. They just think it's a long white line. Uh, I have people getting down. I, I usually, most of my spray printing is pretty, pretty small. So people are getting down, face down to get really close. And yes, a lot of people have been run over. Yes. Um, I know. And I'm not happy about it. Uh, it makes me sad. I like to see that my art's getting in the newspaper and people are talking about it, but I don't. Oh, is it? Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've gotten a lot of mentions like, we we got to get rid of this guy. This, this is too much. Josh uh, Marduk is a meta society. There are just a couple of the things that I've seen. But honestly, uh, I think as uh, Moses once said, uh, said uh, no press is uh, wait no what he say about uh, there's no press is bad press yeah I that's believe. true Moses said that yeah mm-hmm. that's true and uh, I just was wondering uh, Josh have you ever considered getting into murals because I see that a lot of community groups and different ethnic groups they make big murals about their history or their lore or their the things that they like or whatnot and I'm like you know what all this should be Christian it should all just be the story of the gospel pointing people to Christ what otherwise what's the point point? and um, a nice you know we could use some good Christian murals around Indy and Broadway ripple i think so and i think if you go to panera bread this sunday you might <gasps> be surprised by what you see is um, that right? really yes oh, you were hired by panera bread no i didn't say that but i'm gonna i am going there late at night on saturday evening and then awesome. uh ta-da in time for god's day himself it's gonna be a big mural about what god would order at panera bread he would oh. get the sandwich and soup combo, and he would also get a iced coffee. Oh, that sounds delicious. That Thank is you. great. Wow, that is awesome. Thank you. And if it goes well enough, I, I may do some more of that at some different stores, and uh, I will take uh, suggestions from anyone. Wow. I think about that a lot of like, I wonder if Jesus ever wishes that he, you know, had had come to a different time or a different region to be able to taste different food. Cause I try to oh. picture Jesus having a good, delicious meal. And I'm like, what was he eating? I'm assuming yeah. that it was hummus and tabbouleh because Probably. I did go to old Jerusalem where it was all hummus and tabbouleh and, uh, falafel and stuff and i didn't like the smell of it and it just made me sad to think jesus eating like that what would he think of fried chicken or a burger or lasagna it would blow his mind and he deserves that 
I'll tell you what. I bet Jesus, if he were alive today, I swear he would probably be eating at McDonald's, yes. at, at Burger King, he uh, trying it all. Um, but I honestly, I think the thing that Jesus would like the most <gasps> would be a nice Sunday. I, oh, I really think yeah. Jesus would be an ice cream guy. Oh. She's in the desert. It's so hot out there. And that's his yeah. favorite it's so, day. I, it's so. It, yeah. yeah. And it's. Sunday. And it's God's day. And it has a banana <laughs> yeah. in it. And Jesus can be like, guess what? Yes, I made does. this banana. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dang great. Oh, that's. Dang awesome. tootin'. That's awesome. Yeah. I think he would like a Sunday. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, sprinkles. <laughs> yeah. Sundays are, are yeah. kind of a God honoring treat now that I think oh, about totally. it. We should get down yeah. to the DQ or the uh, Culver's. Sorry. I just got so excited about the ice cream. I couldn't even spit out Culver's. I love a Culver's. Oh. That'd be so good. Yeah, because I like to mix my savories and sweets, Josh. I like to get some fries that are real salty and then go back and forth between like a oh. really good, um, you know, ice cream cone, maybe a dipped cone in, in um, butterscotch or something and go back and forth. Are you talking about combining something with something else? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't know if it's an original thought because I might have gotten it from DQ saying hot eats cool treats and um, I, I gave it a shot. It sounds like you may be an artist. I hate to say <gasps> <What>? <laughs> you might be an artist like me. No, I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. You, well, you know, I'm, I, you know, people are wrong. So I'm, I'm sorry. I was incorrect about that one. Uh, but hey, good to know. Josh Marduk was played by Jeff Murdoch. Check out his fantastic podcast, Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, and follow him at jmurdoink. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Gray Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.